Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're pleased to welcome Antoine Staley, who I'm sure is, gosh, (laughs) spent his entire 36 hours, last 36 hours working. Uh, And thank you for joining us, even though no doubt it's been a whirlwind. Uh, from the New York Daily News covering the Jets and the NFL. Well, what has the emotional roller coaster been like? Uh, it's been it's been a lot. I mean, I think people have just been obviously Aaron Rodgers and you know him going down and even before the game and you know he driving in the MetLife Stadium on Monday. It was a shelter in place and bad weather and lightning in the area and fans had to deal with that. And then once they get in the stadium and. You know, it was 9-11, obviously, and all the emotion that comes from that and, you know, the player introductions and, you know, seeing the players come out with, you know, American flags. And, you know, once the game gets started, the Bills punt, and you're thinking, oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, we're going to see him, you know, just finally lead our team to possibly, you know, playoffs and Super Bowl and poof, four plays in, you know, tears his Achilles out for the season and, you know, it was devastating. It's devastating to a organization and fan base that really labeled him as a savior. I know he didn't want that label, but that's basically what it was. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of fans, especially you've been hearing it all day on, you know, sports talk radio, social media, they're, they're just crushed that, you know, Aaron Rodgers won't be able to play again this year. What has your day been like? How many interviews have you done? How many stories? Plus the press conference. Uh, I can tell you because it's been it's been a lot. <laughs> I, I ended up getting like about thirty or so requests, maybe more than that. But you know, I did about four or five probably. So yeah, it's been a really a whirlwind mm. to be quite honest. With you. It has to be a all time record for me. Like I never <laughs> had this many. I never knew this many people had my phone number. Well, we appreciate you including us on the very important list of interviews that you're doing in the wake of this happening. Antoine, what did you take away from the comments from Robert Sala on Monday? Tuesday. I mean, well, Monday and Tuesday, basically. I mean, yeah, he spoke on Tuesday as well. And basically, he just, you know, it reiterated that Zach Wilson is his quarterback and, you know, trying to build confidence in Zach. And I think the teammates kind of rallied around him. And we kind of saw that in the locker room. I thought going in, we would see kind of a bit of a somber locker room considering that what we thought you know, what might happen to Aaron, you know, torn Achilles. But I think the players are really optimistic about Zach. And we're talking about a guy that, you know, lost the confidence in the locker room last year, especially after the Patriots 
you know, lost to the Patriots 10-3 in November in New England, and uh, he ended up losing the starting job and got benched multiple times. But coaching staff and the players say he's a different player. I mean, different player than at this point. They tell me he's more accountable doing the things that he's supposed to be doing, you know, obviously on the field and off the field. And he's at a place where he, they feel like he can lead them possibly to the playoffs. I don't know if, you know, Super Bowl is going to be their aspirations now, although I'm sure, you know, They'll tell you that uh, externally, but internally, I still feel like they, they believe they are a contending team in the AFC as far as the playoffs. What have you seen in Zach Wilson that would indicate he is more prepared to step into this role than he was a year ago? Because as you mentioned, he's had multiple opportunities and it's not panned out. I wrote an article last year talking about like he felt like he was entitled to the starting role. I don't feel like that anymore. Now, you know, it's easy to say that, you know, when you got bench and, you know, Aaron Rodgers comes in and things of that nature too. But I figure in the preseason, he played really, particularly really well. He didn't turn the ball over. He was efficient. He was a sound decision maker. You know, yes, he threw the one interception last night against Buffalo. But, you know, you look at third quarter on, I think he really made a lot of good plays there. You know, Alan Lazar, obviously, to play to Garrett, a couple of plays to Garrett Wilson there to really lead them to the victory, to help lead them to the victory. And, you know, Zach Wilson is not going to be Aaron Rodgers. I don't think anybody's suspecting that, but they just need him to take care of the football, you know, be efficient, and then allow their defense to do their thing and also special teams. So if he can do that, then I definitely think the Jets have an opportunity to try to sneak into the playoffs. We're spending a few minutes with Antoine Staley, who's very popular today on the day we find out that Aaron Rodgers did, in fact, rupture his Achilles and will be out for at least this coming season. Antoine covers the Jets in the NFL for the New York Daily News. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. No, it's way too early to tell. But going back to when Aaron was introduced as the new quarterback of the Jets and took the pay cut, the restructuring, and all of that, it seemed like he was interested in playing more than one season. What does this mean for the future? Yeah, I, Robert Sala was asked about that today. He didn't want to speak for Aaron, but they feel they want him to still be in their plans and want to be part of the future. He signed a we had a restructure of a two year deal worth seventy five million guaranteed, and I definitely think you know they want him to be part of the future next year. Beyond that, I don't know. I mean, it was an article um, in the New York Post that said he Aaron Rodgers is entertaining that he wants to play till he's forty five. I don't know if that's going to be the case, especially now considering he suffered a uh, Achilles injury. But, you know, I, I have a hard time believing he's going to want to go out like this, even though it's going to be, you know, a long rehab. It's going to be hard. Achilles injuries are very difficult at no matter what age you suffer from at. And then he's almost 40 years old. But the, I think the thing is, too, it's not like, you know, he's not married. He doesn't have any children. He loves football, obviously, to play it at the age that he is and still playing played it at the high level, I think he's going to want to come back and, you know, try to rewrite this story with the Jets, too, whether that's at the MVP level or not. I don't know, but I have a feeling if I had to bet money, I would bet that Aaron Rodgers is probably going to try to play at least in 2024. Mm. Even for people who are not fans of the Jets, what I've heard from friends all over the country, even other radio interviews that I've done is it's better for the NFL when Aaron Rodgers is playing, uh, but just the the six months of buildup and hype to have it kind of fizzle out in the first couple minutes. I mean, Antoine, you spent the last six months talking about this guy only to have it go poof in four snaps. 
Yeah, I mean, it felt like a, uh, air got lifted uh, lifted out of a balloon last night at the <laughs> stadium. And that's just basically how it went down, and it felt like a funeral. Uh, just, you know, just cut it short there. But, you know, I always gauge things. So, like, my mother is not necessarily a sports fan, but she hears things, she watches the news, but she under, she knows what's happening, like, just going around the world. And so she can hit, she understands, like, the big news pictures, stories. And, you know, obviously when – you know, you're not a sports fan, but you're still hearing about, you know, certain people. And Aaron Rodgers was obviously a hot-button target, not only in sports, but also just around the world. Him, you know, joining the Jets, especially the, the media market that New York is. And uh, everybody had anticipation to want to see him play uh, this upcoming year. And for that to happen, uh, you know, it hurts a lot of Jets fans, especially considering they hadn't made the playoffs in 12 years. Right. Uh, they hadn't won a division since 2002. And also, you know, the crazy thing about it was Vinny Testaverde was actually in the building last night, and Vinny <laughs> suffered a very similar type injury in 1999, a year after they made the AFC Championship. Vinny goes down towards his Achilles. He's out for the season, and the Jets end up finishing 8-8 eight eight after that, and Bill Parcells ended up retiring, and, you know, a lot of other things happened with that. So, yeah, I just felt like that was kind of – kind of a bit of an irony, you know, that Vinny was in the yes. same building and the same thing kind of happened to him too as well. And we'll see what the ripple effects are from the injury. Antoine Staley of the New York Daily News with us here, CBS Sports Radio. What is the backup plan to the backup plan at quarterback, considering that Zach Wilson wasn't supposed to be the starter? Who's going to back him up? Well, right now, it's, uh, Tim Boyle, who it was on the practice squad, ended up signing him, I believe in April. They ended up cutting him and now he's been on the practice squad. But they they are looking for active veteran quarterbacks there. Joe Flacco is obviously an option. He's familiar with the Jets, and they're familiar with him. Obviously, this is a new system with Nathaniel Hackett in there, so it would have he would have to learn a whole brand new system as well. They've made phone calls. They're gonna you know test the free agent market, but also the trade market too as well. The problem is it's, this happens so quickly that I don't know if teams are going to be willing to give up a commodity backup quarterback this early in the year considering that we still have 15 more games to go and right. and it happened to their backup quarterback too so yeah they are they're in a bit of a pickle it's not like we're at the trading deadline and we have guys that are established or rookie quarterbacks that have played and they might be the guy now you know these queens are going to try to clamor to hold on to them simply because you know it's the unknown they're back their starting quarterback can go down at any time too as well can we focus on the positive? How about that defense last night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think we kind of knew what the defense was going to play at a high level, too. I know DJ Reed, you know, talked about how he felt like the defense could be at a legendary level. Uh, I know he compared it to the 85 Bears and the 2013 Seahawks. But, yeah, I think that's kind of what's going to have to be their formula. It was sort of, sort of like last year where their defense was top top four in the league and yards and points allowed i definitely think they have an opportunity to do that once again they're just gonna have to rely on the defense and special teams too obviously uh you know xavier gibson had that big monster return there for a touchdown it was such a bit of a roller coaster there you know on all ends last night whether it be obviously aaron going down and the defense forcing four turnovers on josh allen which is a whole another completely different story or a lot of people you know thought the bills would and they still could be you know, a player in the AFC, but that was definitely a tough way for them to start. And then an uh, undrafted rookie and Xavier Gibson uh, ended up being the hero in the game, winning the game, winning touchdowns. So, yeah, it was a it was a crazy whirlwind for the Jets oh. all the way around. Such a neat moment, though, for him because of his story that was portrayed on Hard Knocks. What have you got to know ab- about him and his personality or what role he might play for the team? 
Well, we saw him in the preseason and a guy that was drafted out of Stephen F. Austin, and that's in Texas for some people that aren't necessarily <laughs> familiar with college football, too. I thought I'd just throw that out there. But, yeah, I mean, it's a guy that has a ton of talent, a speedster, as you kind of saw last night if you looked at the play there. And he made some he made some big plays, you know, whether it be, you know, at the receiver position and or at the returner. And the Jets certainly need that and the letting go of Braxton Berrios. They had a bit of a void there. And then it was really between him and – you know, they could use McCole Hartman, but I think they're trying to use him more in the receiver role there. So why not have a guy that also can flash there and be a big time returner? You saw his electricity in the preseason and he displayed the same thing last night too. And they, they players told us they felt like he was going to break one for a touchdown at some point. They didn't think it'd be week one, but you know, crazy enough, it ended up happening. And a lot of bad things happened for the Jets last night. Obviously with Aaron Rodgers, that was a good thing. At least they started out one and no, and especially with a daunting schedule ahead right no doubt and it was great to see Brees Hall run the way he did yeah Brees Hall I mean he he was on a bit of a pitch count last night but he he made it uh work like the carries that he did I mean had over 100 yards in the first half and just was electric I know I asked him personally that did he feel like he was going to score on that 83 yard run and he was kind of you know, not happy he got caught from behind, but he's still working his way back there. He doesn't necessarily have all his endurance back, considering like they've been kind of easing him in there. But they feel like as the season goes on, he's going to be even more of a bit player. But you know, for him to coming off the ACL injury of less than a year removed from that, and then to have the game that he did 100 yards before halftime, I think it's astonishing. And so I definitely think the Jets feel a positive, a positive vibes for Brees Hall this upcoming year, especially in Week one with the performance that he has. Antoine, I know that it's a huge hit to lose Aaron Rodgers, not minimizing that at all, but this was a fairly good team without the quarterback. So if you consider how the Jets responded on Monday Night Football, but also the leadership, some of the veterans they have, how confident are you that they'll be able to weather this adversity and continue forward because the entire season is still staring them in the face? I think they can still be a player in the AFC, but it's tough, man. It's you know you got all these teams that are clamoring for you know one of the wild card spots, even division there. I think Miami, you know, I think what they saw uh, showed against the Chargers, they they showed they're probably going to be the favorite at least right now to win that division. There, Buffalo's still going to be there. I, I wouldn't necessarily count out New England, although they did lose to the Eagles, but I think they look better in the second half as well. But you know, AFC North is stacked. I mean, Cleveland you know, beat the brakes off of the Bengals the other day. So, yeah, I think they're going to be a lot better. And obviously, Deshaun Watson seems like he's starting to, you know, get that formula that he was that ended up having with the Texans uh, many years ago there. And then you got the AFC West, where you got the Chargers, you got the Chiefs. You know, maybe the Raiders will be a player. I'm not necessarily sure. But, you know, you got seven spots in the conference. And, you know, the rest of the other teams are going to be left out in the cold. But I definitely think the Jets showed last year they can, they have the ability to at least contend for one of those wild card spots or one of those playoff spots. And I think they will. I think they will be in the midst. I'm not sure they're going to get in now without Aaron Rodgers. But I think they'll be in in the end, kind of like what's happened last year, too, as well. Any idea when we might hear from him or when we might get any details on his treatment, his surgery? 
Uh, we we asked about that today. Uh, Robert Sala said he didn't have any information. From what I understand, that the surgery will probably happen in the next week or so. Beyond that, it might take a few months. I, I assume we'll hear from him later on in the season once he's able, you know, get a little bit further in the rehab process. But yeah, it's unknown when we will have some have a conversation with him. But hopefully, we will soon just to get some clarity and some uh, on that too about what happened. Did Robert Sala or anyone else say anything about speaking to Aaron and how he's doing? Yes, they they talked about how I, I felt down and, you know, uh. it felt like he kind of let his teammates down and things of that nature, too. I know Randall Cobb pretty much wanted to get out the locker room pretty quickly because him and those two have a really good relationship and wanted to talk to Aaron. And Aaron ended up leaving the stadium last night during the game, obviously, considering, you know, everything that happened. And I, I assume he was feeling down. And Dwayne Brown, who ended up giving the sack up to Leonard Floyd, just was distraught, really. Aww. You know, you could tell. He was very emotional. Uh, felt I don't want to say he felt like it was his fault, but you can tell that you know when something happens like that, and then a defender you know gets past you and it end up hurting you know your starting quarterback. You have to feel in a certain you feel a certain way, and you could tell like he was very emotional and was was lost for words about what happened. What an emotional roller coaster it has been going back to Monday evening with all the anticipation, the buildup, and then the injury to Aaron, which will require a year of recovery. And that, of course, means people like Antoine, who cover the Jets, have been riding that wave, too. So we need to give him some time to sleep. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Antoine Staley, A-N-T-W-A-N, covers the Jets, the NFL for the New York Daily News. Popular guy. Again, thank you for including us on your list, Antoine. It's good to talk to you. Yeah, good to talk to you. It's never a dull moment and covered NFL. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 